they used to have these crackdowns constantly, particularly around Times Square, where they're going to get the homosexuals and derelicts off the streets, always having these cleanups and these sweeps and these things. And what they were doing in these cleanup things of using police entrapment, and they make a lot of arrests. They had this vice squad, and um, they were like traffic cops. They worked on sort of commission. You know, these cops were plainclothes cops. They're out on the streets eight hours a day. And the only way you could tell these people were working was by the number of arrests they made. And it came to a point where if you wanted a promotion, you better have a lot of arrests. How would they entrap people? What was Well, they had a formula that they would have they were writing their notebooks. It's all black leather notebooks cops carry. And when they got to court, no matter what actually happened, they would come up with the formula story. Because they would arrest you know, 10 or 20, and they get them all mixed up. They couldn't remember Tom from Jim from John. And so they just read this little formula out of their notebook. Oh, you know, that he did approach me, and he did touch me upon the genitals, and he did invite me to go to his house for sexual purposes. So all it required was just, it was just a pickup, and that was... Yeah. You know, a lot of them were hired for their looks. They were good-looking cops. And they would go to bars and stuff, and they would get picked up, or said they got picked up, and then they'd arrest you and take you to court and ruin your life. A lot of people got arrested, particularly in the subway tea rooms and in the park, were like closet queens, priests and doctors and stuff like that who couldn't hang out, you know, like at Julius's mm-hmm. or someplace, they didn't want to be seen in the gay community. And it was at that time that we decided we would have our sip in because the liquor law said that a licensee has the duty to keep his place orderly. If he lets it become disorderly, he loses his license. And so they would use this disorderly conduct statute and entrap gay people and then use that against the bar owners to close the bar. So we decided that that was a violation of our right to freely assemble. And we talked to Frank Kameny about it, talked to everybody about it. And uh, the consensus was that, yes, we had to do this. And yes, we had to get press coverage, but we couldn't invite the television people because the presence of television cameras and all that recording equipment could make a place disorderly. And so we should just stick with the print media And so we sent telegrams to all the newspapers and magazines saying we were going to do this the next day at noon at a place called the Ukrainian-American Village on St. Mark's Place because they had a sign on the front door saying, if you're gay, stay away. And a number of places had that for obvious reasons. And so we decided that was a place. So we announced that we were going to do this the next day at noon. Did you tell them you were coming? No. And of course, being gay, we were late. So we got there about quarter past 12. And when we arrived... Ukrainian-American village was boarded up with the gates down. And all this press was standing around. I said, I got a great idea. I said, you know, that preacher got arrested at Julius's like last week or the week before. They won't serve us. And so we all went around to, Ju- to Julius's. And we walked in. And the guy started making his drink. And we had him a little note. He said, what does it say? I don't have my glasses or I can't read it. Somebody read the note to him. And he covered the glasses with his hand. He said, I can't serve you if you're gay. You know that. You're with the Madison Society. You know it's against the law to serve homosexuals. And we got busted last week. We got cops sitting at the damn door. We got to go to court. Nah, 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 nah. We can't serve you. And I looked around at all these sissies sitting at the bar, and I thought, carry on, girlfriend. So we didn't get served. And so the press, you know, what's his name, took these pictures, and, and the Times did a story and all that. And so we got our coverage, and we were very pleased with ourselves. How can you not serve food and liquor to homosexuals? Don't they eat and drink? And people were talking about it. And it was on the talk shows. It became kind of an issue. Coming up, how years of struggle built to the Stonewall Uprising 
and how years of organizing made Stonewall the event we remember today. 